culturally at large, you guys are a well done. So, Whoa, wait, so this is this is black layered, people. It's black well, people love it's well, well done. done. Or, or it's, it's not wrong. done. Listen, it's when, like it's I well think, done or wrong. when I think black people, I think Tyler Perry and Overcooked Steak. <laughs> Episode 70. We made it. We made it. We made it back. I can see you wore your Christmas attire. Just kidding. You didn't. Those Peas and carrots. Yeah. All right. Christmas like dinner attire. Something like that. Uh, Millen and what's Green. Your, what's your shirt say? What does it say? This is a... Dear 8-pound baby <laughs> juice. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> it's a good one. Let us let settle in, dude. Mm-hmm. Take it in. Take a moment with let it. Me, let me read it as the prayer. Sit up. Sit up a little bit. I'm going to read it as, I've, as if I were. Dear eight pound, six ounce newborn, if in Jesus. Do you even know? <laughs> Don't even know a word yet. <laughs> Thank you for all your power and your grace. <laughs> I can't see you. Talladega Nights, baby. Talladega Nights. What a classic. Yeah. <laughs> kind of have a little fun. Dear eight pound, six ounce Newborn infant Jesus. That's right. My sister got my father a, a sweater that's got uh, an RV and Cousin Eddie on it with a hose. And it says Merry Christmas. Sugar's Shitter's full. full. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. I almost got the Die Hard one, mm. which says, ho, 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 I have the machine gun now. Um, <laughs> it felt like a little aggressive to like wear out on the holidays. I got this intentionally for a holiday party I have to go to. Yeah. And so I just thought... I don't know. It's a little bit of an aggressive, aggressive so statement. And that, I don't know if people even really uh, re- will recognize yeah, it. Yeah, connect it. You know well, I, mean? I was about to ask that, right? Because that that kind of solidifies it, right? That Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, yes. I, I've always thought of it as a Christmas movie. There I don't, we go. I don't think I'm going to be the one that settles the debate, but... It takes place at a Christmas party. It's clearly Christmas themed. He's getting home, trying to get um, home for Christmas. All of these things are true. There is a reference to Santa Claus. People um, try to say because the plot is not based around Christmas, but I would argue it is. Fair enough. You know, like it is a uh, yeah. It's subliminal. Doobie. It's it's ah, what you, you know. I don't know. The Christmas party is essential to the plot. Right. So it feels appropriate, in my opinion, to call it a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. There we now, go. Now, if you are somebody who is very traditional about your Christmas movies, you want something that is classically Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I'll allow it. Uh, Die Hard would not fall into that category by any means. Uh, so, yeah. It's not know. It's not like Miracle on 34th Street. But no, it's, it's not. And it's not like it's the Grinch <laughs> or Rudolph or, you know what I mean? Or Elf. It doesn't, I would, it's I not would even that argue that Home Alone is kind of like Die Hard meets Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, yes. So if Home Alone can be classified as a Christmas movie, Why I would can't say Die, die Hard go. could be probably classified as a Christmas movie. Um, Christmas is, to be fair referenced quite a bit more often in Home Alone. Yes. I recently watched it, so I Same. just I know to the degree at which Christmas plays a role in that movie, but I, I can see the parallels between that and a Die Hard in the sense that, you know, it's not a traditional Christmas story at its core. There we go. Yeah. So Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's what I would say. That's what the bad guys from Bad Guys and Bourbon. That's correct. Yeah. I would say it comes down as a Christmas movie. That's my, but my definition of Christmas movie is broad. I consider some of the Harry Potter's Christmas movies. That's just my my take, my opinion. They could be. Yeah, absolutely. I saw that take. Yeah, I had this conversation recently with somebody, and a lot of the shenanigans that the children get into while at Hogwarts actually take place during, during Christmas, Christmas break. Yep. Because that's when all of the other students are home. Yep. And there aren't as many teachers about. So Christmas has always played somewhat of a significant role in those movies, at least in the earlier years. Um, and I believe there's actually reference to Christmas in one of the last films as well. Uh, but to our bottle of the evening, we did not have one last episode. So this is a return to form. Millam and Green, We're we've bad. done uh, bottles by them before. This is the straight bourbon whiskey, something that I noticed about this in the store is it's not totally translucent like it's almost it's a little cloudy mm. it's, it's a little cloudy yeah. i like the color a lot though it's very nice looking in my opinion what do you think contributes to that color mold 
<laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, chemicals. I was just chemicals. waiting for it. <laughs> Mold. Microplastics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Save the turtles. <laughs> Our award-winning, luxurious single-barrel bourbons celebrate a unique personality which can develop over time in one 53-gallon cask. In fact, this bottle is one of only 280 bottles available anywhere in the world. We hope you find the same magic moments sipping it as we did when we first discovered it. Well, that's pretty cool. So, um, 280 bottles. And this is... Really? That was it? One of the 280 bottles. Is it, is it numbered? Hang on. Go ahead. <laughs> Hang on. The way... <laughs> I could be wrong on this. I read it as in each barrel. Correct. Only 200. Yes. But correct. there could be an infinite number of barrels. Um, like, isn't every bottle oh. just yes. on oh, a barrel? Mean 280 bottles per barrel. Right. So, so not out. necessarily that they only made 280 bottles and that's it. Yeah, I would think at that price point they they got over more time in 150. Okay. Did you just shh? Stop it! Did you just shush me? Cut the shit up. Let me go back to this. He's trying to tell us why. We're trying to go back to the source here, guys. Just relax. Go ahead. Because it could be misleading, and I like that we're starting to pick this apart. All right. So. Our award-winning, luxurious, single-barrel bourbons celebrate the unique personality which can develop over time in one 53-gallon cask. In fact, this bottle is one of only 280 bottles available anywhere in the world. So I would say I understand what you're saying. I could That's probably more accurate to the point, like, you know what I'm saying? It's a little misleading. Yes. The label is a little misleading, probably. Mm-hmm. Or... There's 280 of these in the world. This in the world, right? Which That's, is what the sentence leads you to kind of believe. That there's only 280 in the world, Which and we just happen maybe, to be able to buy right. two I of don't them. I don't know. From, and he had like 50 on yeah. hand? I don't know. Oh, I okay, yeah. on the front of the bottle, actually in, in relatively large script, it says bottled from one 53-gallon cask. There are no more than 280 bottles of this fine bourbon in the world. So that probably is a little bit more specific to your point. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's worded a little differently on the front. Yeah, that, that there is not just one cask. That there are many casks, yeah. right. which maybe make this not as significant. But right. in either case, we've had a couple of these on the show. We've always thought they were very good. Um, well, cask. Yeah, nothing against them. Or no, no, no. We're unraveling this even further. Cask yeah. 750. Oh. There we go. Uh, well, there we so go. We're Problem ca- solved. From cast 750. Yep. Problem solved. 750. So there's at least 750 casks. And each cask uh, makes. If we do the math, yeah. 280 bottles. But I think the, so. uh, you know, what makes single barrels special is that other barrels are just mixed together and funneled into yeah. bottles. Yeah. And that's what makes from. this show so special is it takes us so long. Yep. Mm. To, read, to, to read a to table. Deconstruct the <laughs> to find out what to talk about means. anything. Yes. Anywho. Yes. Um... <laughs> It's Christmas time. It's yeah. the time of year. And uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie? I know you have some topics you want to get to, but just right off the bat here. Favorite, favorite Christmas date. movie. What's um, your go-to? Like, what do you watch every year? The Grinch. The Illumin- Which one? The new one. The Illumination. That's one. the one? Yeah, kids love That's that. your favorite Christmas movie? Right now. I mean, you know, it always kind of like... Of all time? Of all time? Ah, oh, man, that's Well, tough. that's what I said. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Not a Christmas the, story? Not, a, not of the year. You'll shoot your eye out. That's, that's a Christmas story. A Christmas story. Yeah. That's, that's a classic. That's like, I used to watch that on Christmas, like, that's, every year. That's middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah, that's real sick. You know, like, you like just kind of, especially, like, being a young man, and then, you know, you, I, I, I was a boy once, believe it or not. You know, you you kind of, you kind of empathize with him, like, as he's telling this entire story yes because at one point we were all him throughout this story like going to see santa and mm-hmm. you know you, you know you can't have gun you can't have a bb gun you should try out and like you know sticking you know debating if you're gonna put your tongue on that pole because it's really cold okay and you see the movie and you're like i'm not gonna do that yeah but as a mischievous young man you're like i should try it just one time you yeah. know it's like you know putting your tongue on a battery or Putting a paper clip in a <laughs> in an outlet just to see, you know, like yeah, sure. Wrong why with not, it. man? Yeah, it's why fun. not? Yeah, go ahead. That's it. We're all still here. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm fine. Sounds off. As I twitch, sounds <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> put a disclaimer. On this. I'm all right. 
Josh, you have a Christmas movie in mind? Something is. I don't with know. You? The go-to is always just Christmas Vacation. I feel like oh, that's, that's a good one. That's yeah. what I was probably going to go with myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah, holds up very well. Isaiah, do you uh, have one for me? Beyond the it's Grinch, probably a. The so elimination. for me, it's probably the Grinch. And uh, are we there yet? Okay, like, that was always one as a yeah. kid. Like when it came out, I was a, I was a kid. At Christmas yeah, when that yeah. movie came out, yeah. so it's always been a go-to for me. And for my family, it's a uh, this Christmas. Okay, okay. that yeah. is like that's my sister's all-time favorite Christmas. Really, movie. Mm. the second it hits November, she's watching this that movie Christmas. many <laughs> times, <laughs> a couple of times a month. Which Grinch are we talking about uh, for you? The Jim Carrey Grinch. Jim Carrey Grinch. Because there's three. Grinches. Enjoyable. There's three now. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. Yeah, there's yeah. that one. There's the Illumination one, and then there's the classic. That animated one. Yeah. 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 Very good. Very good. All right, man. Oh, what what am I talking about? I I don't know. I don't know. We were wondering the same thing. Elf. That's Elf is my all time. Like, I'm total brain fart. Elf, man. Elf. Okay. It was that paper clip in the receptacle. Yeah. Yeah, No kidding. You went on, let's just take a second here. You went on a whole monologue about how Mm. that wasn't your favorite movie, Elf. It wasn't. No, I did that. I mean, a Christmas story. You were you went on a whole monologue about how that was your favorite movie. Elf never popped up once. I actually I said Elf earlier in the show. You did? Yes. I love Elf. All right. Not that big on Elf. Love He's Elf. not big on. Elf. I'm I'm super huge Will Ferrell fan, and Elf is funny. It's a classic Will Ferrell film. He does yeah. an excellent job. I have Will Ferrell on the shirt right now. So respect. it should come as a surprise to no one, but I just only recently saw Elf, like within the last how week. interesting. How did that fare for you? I have a theory about Elf and that it is doesn't age well. Um, no, it definitely doesn't age well. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I would have gotten the same, if I would have gotten maybe more out had I seen it 10 years ago. So maybe? that's what I'm getting at. Is okay. like, I don't know if younger generations, will they connect nah, with it like won't. our generation did? Will Ferrell was because super it was so hot relevant. When yeah, when that yeah. came out, you know, we had the same conversation about Step Brothers. Yeah. You know, a while ago, we all, you know, we watched Step yeah. Brothers, and that was my first time seeing Step Brothers. And you, I think, were just geeking, and I'm like, okay, all right, he's got because, a drum kit, and his nuts are on it, yeah, okay. like because it's, I don't know, man. Like I, <laughs> I'm such a, I like I, you know, <laughs> even in the streaming era. I'm a big, that is my type of humor, like the, the SNL, like sketch comedy humor. And I've been able to like, I just kind of kept that as a constant, like all throughout my life. So I follow the, these these actors as they go and do like their own thing. Like I always watch an SNL alum's movies as they mm-hmm. come out. And mm-hmm. as Will Ferrell was starting to like, Fresh out of old school and Step Brothers and moving into his own thing, and then he drops a holiday movie with Elf. It's kind of like right on cusp of like his classic yep. run, and he goes, you know. So, I, I, I again, I, it's a thing. Like I don't know if if younger generations will really appreciate it and really understand that humor mm-hmm. because you got to be in tune with like who Will is and like what he was doing. Yeah, like, yeah. I think because for me, Step Brothers is an amazing movie. That's incredible. I mean, it's just as big as the Cattle and the Wine Mixer. God bless. God bless. Strangely enough that Elf came out in 03 where Step Brothers came out in 08. I... And 03, I was six. Full disclosure. Wow. You were. Yeah. Um, But 08, I was, what's that? 11. So like that I can find, I can understand Will you Ferrell get humor there. at 11. Yeah. I, I get it now. Yeah. And it's geared yeah. toward preteen. You find all the things that they're doing in that movie. Fun. Oh, it's hilarious. So yeah, now, even if you don't get the context to a mm-hmm. lot of the humor, the slapstick in it is still yeah. hilarious for like, yeah, as you, as you were saying. Yeah. High marks for Elf for me. I enjoyed it a lot. Good. Watched it this year so far. Big Elf fan. Um, it's up there. Okay. I get it. I get why yeah. it is. When they get drunk in the mailroom. Very good. <laughs> Very good. A lot of like great hey. moments in <laughs> Elf. So Very good. good. Yeah. Very good. The children love the books. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so good. All right. Carry on to your rant. You had a, you were going off in the kitchen earlier about some Christmas topics. Oh, uh, catering. Oh, uh, we were talking about 
food. That was your one thing you wanted to talk about was Christmas food? Well, Josh made a good point. He said he went to his sister's, right? Yeah. And they were kind of doing like their mini like Christmas thing, right? Sure. And then this also like talks about like Thanksgiving. When we did the Thanksgiving episode, we're talking about like Thanksgiving food. Yeah. And this is a two-part kind of like rant. Josh was like, you know, maybe we'll just like order Chinese food for like Thanksgiving. And I was, I mean, for Christmas. And I was like, more people need to do that. Like more, let's get away from the traditional dinner, right? And let's 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 experiment. Cordy, call it how you see it. Just say that these people can't cook. I mean that too. Like, but I'm 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 open to having multiple something like, else, something else, yeah. right? Like, um, example when we you know when I lived in New York with Ryan, his girlfriend is um, half Chinese. So she would do like, you know, Chinese New Year's, like right around Christmas. We would have a, a Christmas type dinner. Mm-hmm. China would like, she would make like all this homemade Chinese food. Yeah. And I like, I would, that would be like our type of like Christmas dinner. You know, yeah. and so I'm like, I'm open to like any type of like, um, so you just want variety. Variety. Yeah. Which is also leads me to this thing. And I'm going to ask you, I want to kind of like remix this question. Cause I think this is a very interesting question. I'm going to ask you the question first. So my there's this thing going around my house right now. Okay. It's called a uh, COVID. Elf on a shelf. <laughs> Elf on nah. shelf. It's called a black fashion, right? A what? A what? Black fashion. Slow like it, confession. Slow right? it down. Like slow con- it down for us. Right? It's like a confession. It's called a black fashion. Yeah, uh, slow it down okay. for our white ears. <laughs> All right. Right? I just don't want to misspeak later no, and then no, get canceled. Right. That's right. <laughs> no, no. This is safe. This is safe. Right. And it's basically like, what's your black fashion? Like, what's your what's your thing that you dislike mm-hmm. that is culturally loved amongst mm-hmm. like black community? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And my wife, like, all you know, every black person has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, mine is soul food. Like, that's my black fashion. I, I don't like soul food, you know? Is this like a trend on online? Yes, somewhere? absolutely. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I was so, gonna say if not, I feel like you could probably and, fire this up. So I wanted to kind of like remix that, and I wanted to ask you guys, <laughs> what's your white fashion? That's fair. Before right? we move on to that, put a little like define soul food for us for you okay. just a little bit. Give us some of like the key pieces to soul food in your. In you your know, definition. I'll take this one over because I have a big gripe with Courtney on these things because I just don't see it. You don't I, see, I don't see it. Like, you I don't see, see, that. I don't so, see but, why. But you like soul food. Love it. By definition. Oh, like fried chicken. You guys had the same definition of soul food. Fried yeah. chicken, mac and cheese, ham, collards. Okay. You know, like that type um, of food. I'm not yeah. I'm not in love with it. Well, my big gripe doesn't so, necessarily come with you in the soul food genre. Yeah. It's the one specific thing that you don't like, but you don't like cheese, so I get it. But you, I don't like it as a like even you can give me the like there are there are places. In, in Baltimore County where you can get great soul food. And don't get me wrong, I've had delicious soul food. But if you sit if you sit me down and say, you want soul food, I'm going to be like, no, not today. No no thanks. We're having soul food. I'd be like, ugh, ugh, all right, I guess so. Okay. No. And is that like a, is that a thing that comes up on a regular, like regular basis? Like somebody will invite you over or you're going to somebody's place and they're like, we're eating soul food tonight. It, no, like black like food Like I would is, say we're eating so, sushi. Yeah, black food is soul food. Like, soul food. like in most cases, you go to a black house on a holiday, you're getting yeah, soul you're food. Get, you're yeah. going to get, our holiday staples will be macaroni and cheese. Staples. Greens, like those green are the, beans. Yeah. Stuffing. Uh, okay. Ham. Right. Um. Depending on how far south you go, you might get things like cornbread pudding. You sure. might get some, exactly. some chitlins. You might get uh, the fried chicken. The Just things when you think about I'm going to a black household. Sure. All the stereotypical foods, unfortunately. Okay. I don't hate to say it like that. But, yeah, you're going to get Now, this isn't things. just limited to food. Like, my, um, uh, my, my, my daughter, she was like, um, she, her black fashion is she never seen all the Tyler Perry movies. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of them, aren't there? But she's like, I'm not yes. a, I'm I mean, not a fan, that's fair. Right? You know what I'm saying? So one would think it was fair, but is the expectation that you've seen them all? Kind of, sort yes. of. That's, that's the thing. Right. Like, is exactly. Most, like that. Of, most of us, yeah, if you yeah, haven't okay. seen them all, you've seen like ninety percent. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Like yeah. I can say I've seen a good ninety-five percent of the Tyler Perry movies that have been released by uh, accident too. 
yeah. by, whether by accident or on purpose and the majority of the plays as well. And he's still pretty consistent. He puts out like one, one, two movies a yeah, year. Man, like he was at a, he was at a pretty high clip there for yeah, a while. Yeah, like he's, any he's, Medea like, movie. I've seen it. He's I've seen them all. Go. So with that, I wanted to ask you like what your black fashion was. Um, mine is more, it's a black fashion, but it's also a Caribbean fashion. I don't like oxtail. Oh, wow. Wow. Huh. That's a, Okay. Wow, you said that on air. Damn. I yeah. mean, I guess I said so. You don't like oxtail. Wow. Okay. And, and you like oxtail. I love oxtail. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And like oxtail is like the creme de la creme of, of like of yeah. popular Jamaican soul food, right? Yeah. Like that is our, it's jerk chicken and it's and oxtail. It's oxtail. Like, yeah. And I am not a big oxtail, big so, oxtail guy. So you guys kind of get it, right? You get sure. The, the, the framing no, of I'm, like I'm, I'm tracking with you. What's like I'm with you. Super popular amongst your culture, like white Man. culture, that you guys are that you are like I I'm not I don't fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Think about it, dude. This is tough. It's yeah, really, it's tough. It's really right? tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, I asked my I asked because one of I my, don't. You know, hold on. Sorry. Hold go on. Ahead, go ahead. It's tough for me because I don't. Do things and go. This is pretty white. <laughs> That's true too. You know? That's yeah, true like, too. I, I can't. I, there's. It's difficult for me to find something in my head that is t- stereotypically or even typically white. Yeah. Well, okay. So That's I, fair. I have something. Okay. And this, I, I'm shooting from the hip here, guys. Go ahead. So correct me because this might be not a white thing at all. I don't know. But when I grew up, my I have like Midwestern parents. All right. Real like meat and potatoes kind of family. Mm-hmm. This is a white thing. And definitely. Um, <laughs> like generally speaking. Michigan is white as fuck. Yeah, dude, <laughs> generally speaking. Now I've not eaten red meat in many years, but ge- when I was younger, it was like well done was the only way it was done. Oh, wow. wow. This is not a white thing. That's not I'm, a white thing. I'm, I don't feel like. So First I, of all, I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. I prefaced and I said, they I said he wasn't sure. No, you did. You're okay. right. I don't know. No, not not faulting you. Okay. That's, so, that's fair, though. I'll say this. You guys, you're... Nah. At, this culturally is, at large, you guys are a well done. So, well, wait, so this is, this is black layered, people, It's black well, people it's well, well done. done. Or, or it's, it's not raw. done. Listen, when, it's I well think, done or when I think black people, I think Tyler Perry and Overcooked Steak. <laughs> really, though? I don't know. Yeah, black, black, at, at I'm large. I'm just kidding, guys. At large, no, no, no. At large, black people, right, mm-hmm. will say, I need it cooked all the way through. Mm-hmm. Well, well done. Okay. Right. I don't want to see no blood. I take, right. no I, I take back my thing. It was just, like I said, it was off the yeah, cuff, off dude. the top, yeah. Off the cuff. Yep. I don't know. So you don't like well done. No. Okay. I don't. I don't. No, I, I so am, to, to. I mean, does do you? No. Exactly. I am an. I, anti- I don't know. I didn't. No, I didn't learn this an until anti- I, I was able to escape. The sh- yes, yeah, you're, you're the right. Shackles of all black But that is Brilliant. also. I didn't learn. <laughs> I so I always <laughs> tell people like steak is one of my favorite things to cook. Okay. Yeah. Um, and once you learn how to cook, and once it, you learn how to cook it, and you understand, you understand the yeah, science. And I'm one right. of those people. Yeah. Who like, if I learn about something, I'm gonna learn about the thing. Okay. So like, when I learned about cooking steak and how you cook it, and oh, this is why this is what this actually is coming out of it, and this, that, and the third. Like, okay, I want to try a medium steak. All right. Yeah. You start. I'm gonna try. I'm making medium steak. Oh, yeah. okay. They say you put you should eat steak like medium rare is like the perfect temperature for steak so i'm like all right let me cook it myself and make it this way and now i'm like okay they are correct mm. now i do got a good example for you guys because i asked one of my coworkers. okay and he was like he doesn't like casserole like the whole idea of casserole to him is like he's like my family loves it. And every time I see it, I just turn red and I just hate it. Casserole. Casserole. I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. Again, you know, like Ryan. Everybody knows Ryan was my roommate yeah. when I lived in New York. Okay. White, white guy. You know what I'm saying? It's my guy. I love him to death. And um, he introduced me to a lot of culturally white things that I just yes. was not. Right. I was not. I had no clue about. And casserole was one of them. Yep. Right. So I'm, I understood when my coworker was telling me about, he's like, I don't, it's, I don't, he can't, 
he can't even bring his. He can't. He can't wrap his mind around. He hates it. He hates the whole idea of casserole. So. I, this is tough. I like casserole, so I can't go there completely with but it. But I was just saying it as an example it of does a thing seem that's called like cultural thing. Yeah. Is it a? But you're saying that it is a white thing culturally. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like I don't know what's going on over here. I have some research. Maybe Would you, you say have, that? maybe you guys have, maybe you guys have already been doing this research. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm curious. I feel like, and this isn't. I don't know. I feel like by and large. Like a like white culture food, if that's what we're talking about. Like, what is that? I don't even because I feel like we probably stole everything to an extent, right? (laughs) Just like what is so? Is there a thing that like is casserole uniquely like? I'd say so. White in 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 a sense because I learned you can throw anything in the dish and it's a casserole in a casserole dish. And cook it. And yeah, then, but the, you could do kind of the same thing with like a green bean breakfast. You could do the same thing with like a slow cooker to an extent. Yeah, but the different. So like the thing with casseroles are every culture has its like one pot dish. Yeah, has its yeah. yeah. And Shut casseroles are a a one pot one pan dish. Sure, a quiche. The, yeah, <laughs> kind of kind yeah, of sort of yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like savory pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and things that come out of, they typically label things as white foods that come out of obviously Europe. Yeah. Um, and usually things that aren't like Italian food is usually like the one exception. It kind of like lives on its own. It lives on its yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. But normally Western European foods that can be seen as more bland and hearty meals. Okay. Um, just that come out of the places, the environments of where they're eaten at. Yeah, so sure. there are things that would be considered white foods, like uh, casseroles is the one that everybody bangs on. Everybody that's kind, knows, of, the, that's yeah. kind of the front runner. Yeah, casserole. What I was going to also say is, Josh, if you Google white foods... <laughs> That's what I'm working on. Like, what's the top three? That's what I worked on. Initially, I typed white culture food, and then I thought, I don't know about this Google search, and I moved to white people food in private browsing. Uh Uh, And I get a lot of white people food being popular in Asian countries recently. Really? And that's kind of the the hole that I've fallen down right now. Because I I would, I mean, not to like, I would, not to like anything, I would say American culture food, right, is like just... And, you know, we had this conversation. We kind of talk like a, just uh, American culture is pop, you know, pop culture, American culture, the food culture of America is kind of just kind of like hamburgers and hot dogs. Uh, baby. Yeah. You know, apple pie. God bless. Uh, absolutely. Two time World War champs um, <laughs> is kind of just like, you know, in lack of a better word, it's like white people food because yes. it is American culture. Right. Okay. Hamburgers and hot dogs. Um, you know, like you said, yeah, like yeah, apple pie. Yeah, I, got you, I got you. So, but right. now Josh is saying it is super popular. So, okay, <laughs> it's super popular because of an online trend of. I'm going to read this. Uh, there's a new trend in China where people make food spiceless, white people oh, lunch no. as a form of self torture. Uh, oh my god! Damn. Quote oh, the the point of the white people's meal is to learn what it feels like to be dead. But I've taken two bites and it's so bad it made me realize how alive I am. Oh, what is it they're eating? User. What are they eating? What are they eating? Uh, this picture has like it looks like just a lunch meat sandwich basically. So and a sandwich and chicken. There's chicken and vegetables that they presumably haven't spiced at all. Um, the the article has a lunch meat sandwich as the top image. Damn. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I've, I, on this topic, I actually watched a, uh, a YouTube video from <clears throat> a chef and a chef who's a researcher and they were, did a video specifically on what is white people food yeah. and why white people cook the way they do. Sure. Um, seeming, seemingly lacking spices and, Seasonings and I would say it's, like it's geographical too, like right because so you know, you know the definition that they gave was that uh, it's a common it was a common uh, statement amongst white people of higher society that uh, the more seasonings you use, you normally the more low quality the ingredients of food huh. you use, yeah. which 
is in some cases it's true. True, yeah. But that's I would say that would be true like if you if you cook a steak. Yes. If you use top the around, way it's supposed to be cooked, you don't need steak sauce. No. Right? You don't need 100%. All you need is a little salt, a little pepper, maybe some type of rub and and it's you let it cook with some and it's fine. 100%. Right? But um so but I get that. Just to the point being made is that White people who have always had access to higher quality ingredients, making the need for more seasonings to be less apparent. Mm-hmm. And that's what they so like French cuisine is like considered the epitome of white people food. Huh. French cooking style and French cuisine is considered the epitome of white okay. people food. Whereas <laughs> I love I mean, song. and if you think about it. Most restaurants that are fancy white-owned establishments tend to favor bistro-style cooking, where there isn't much seasoning beyond salt and pepper, but they're using a lot of aromatics and things mm-hmm. to flavor the ah, food. And so see? you're sweating down your your celery, your carrots, and your onions, and your see, garlic cloves. They, see, there's mm-hmm. always this education in the jokes. And, that you makes know sense. What I'm saying, that right? makes sense. So like, I get that. when you go yeah. to a French bistro and like you're getting... Uh, some uh, a pan roast and you're getting a nice beef au jus that is going to be made with some red wine and the right. fawn from the bottom of the pan yes. okay. okay which is going to taste good because you're getting all of the flavors soaked up into the sauce and the meat is being cooked properly so it's just going to taste natural but flavorful natural and flavorful versus yeah, dumping yeah, yeah. a bunch versus of salt you go to somewhere oh, yeah. where you go to a Jamaican place or a Caribbean place and you get Indian food where curry mm-hmm. is not curry seasoning, but it's a blend of seasonings. Yeah. And every Indian house has their own different curry. Type of curry. Yeah. So yes, kind of, you're kind more, of like eating the seasonings almost mm-hmm. more than you are the food. Eating the food, the food because yeah. the food takes a takes a it's back, back seat. seat. It takes a back seat. Because it's, flavor. Flavor. it's more important because the availability the availability, yeah. no, availability of the spices is higher. Oh my God. Wow. If people had, like when when Europe got sugar, they went crazy. It's like the history channel over here. Yeah. I yeah, mean, man. I appreciate it. I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's remarkable. And it makes a lot of sense. I expected you to say something like. I'm going to have to think about the white food thing. I, I don't well, know. Well, it don't have to be food. You know what I'm saying? You could be like. Well, now we're just opening it up. It's, it's really getting out of hand at you that point. You think about it. You're going to text I'm gonna me. I'm going to think about it. On like I'll Tuesday, get back to you. you're going to say white I'll fashion. I'll up in the next episode, or maybe I'll get to it in this episode. I don't know. You think we'll about see. it. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think Josh is running a blank here as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I just thought that was, um, it was kind of like, uh, kind of a, a self-reflecting that I was like, I, I don't like. I kind of have a, had an awakening. I was like, I don't, I don't like soul food. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, so, I like a, I like a good mac and cheese. I'm, I, I don't want to pose this question to like all of like, all of like our friends and listeners who are like have like in a culturally appropriate like home. Like, I got you. What's your thing that you are like? I'm not. I'm like culturally like I'm against that. Like, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just not with that. All right, I'll think about it. I'll yeah. get back to you. It's great. Uh, uh, what we were laughing about a few minutes ago was that I was on the Southern Blues website because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to eat after this. They're up until nine, guys, so I might be able to swing it. All right. Okay. All right. There you go, dude. <laughs> Good Hell question. Yeah. Like, what, what is your soul food? I I don't get soul food out. Like, what is like, like what? My soul food is probably Mexican. Oh, oh, yeah. I so, see the question you're asking. I see me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you're getting at. so soul food is definitely subjective. We hmm. use soul food to describe essentially Southern cooking. Something because that's we know right. Southern right. cooking is exactly. really black cooking. Yeah. Um, also, it could be like what makes you happy. Like but what is your favorite is. type of what delicate? Fulfills yeah, what fulfills your soul? I think it's soul. Indian. Indian. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Where do you go for Indian food around here? That's like really knocking your socks off. Kathmandu Kitchen. Okay. And their lunch muff. Their lunch buffet opened right. On you know on Allegheny, yeah. right near the oh, office. Can't yeah, can't uh, I've their, been. Their lunch buffet just reopened. It's mm. a great deal. The problem with the lunch buffet, it's got an excellent selection of veggie and meat. It's not super hot, spicy because they need to cater to the buffet yeah. crowd. But the last time I went in, 
I said something about it not being super spicy. He said, oh, don't worry about it. And he brought over like a little two ounce portion cup of just the, <laughs> the, the, the spice. Yeah. And I put just a little bit on the tip of my knife. Oh. And it was maybe, maybe an eighth of a teaspoon that I just mixed into the whole plate. Oh, and no. that did it for me. Just like, a little bit and did it? Wow. Yeah, that was perfect. Okay. But it's oh, so good. Uh, it's so great. It's just a little pricey in general. Every, every Indian place there. is a little... A little pricey we recently. Do, um, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, but right here in Pikesville, I'll, I'll, I'll get the name of it. Yeah, I was going to ask you out. what your, uh, what your soul food is. My soul food? Yeah. Man, I... Yeah. Subway I can, veggie patties. Dude, Subway <laughs> veggie patties. <laughs> and that's okay? Um, that's no, okay. I, dude, I can really get stoked about like a good pizza. A oh, good pizza yeah. hits. Yeah. I like Mexican food a lot. Don't get me wrong. I eat it a lot. It's tough to come across like a really solid pizza, in my opinion. And when that happens, it feels very special to me. Um, um, for me, it's yeah. it's a it's probably a tie between breakfast food. Ooh, breakfast mm. is nice. I love mm. breakfast. Mm. So you can eat breakfast. Any and every any time of the oh, day. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! yeah I mean, you have that. It's not but breakfast is underappreciated. Really. It's something about having it when the sun sets. And and when I say breakfast, I mean like I enjoy breakfast foods from like cross cultural breakfast foods. So not just American breakfast food, like English like muffin, and Jamaican breakfast food. Breakfast is yeah. completely different than American breakfast. But I like, like that. Yeah. I, I love, but I love breakfast food. Period. Yeah. Like eating in the morning is one of the, like, I think that's like. One of the best things you can say. So you start the day. But barbecue. Mm. I barbecue. love barbecue. BBQ, baby. And see, that's why if that gets the, the whole thing about like American culture and American food being like white. Because you go down south and you pull up the Billy Ray's truck. That that is banging. That barbecue is top notch. Or like what I always tell people when they go to Jamaica. Don't go into a restaurant and get your jerk chicken. Or go on the street. If you see someone yeah. on the side of the road, that's what you eat with a with, with a drum and it's smoking. That's what you eat. Yep. You you stop and you eat his chicken. Yep, you gonna have a rice and a big little it is, it is steel going to bowl. Be good. It <laughs> yep. is going to be good. <laughs> yep. Where does barbecue fall into soul food? Ah, um, is it like a is it like a cross I, section of those I think, things? So I think that's, barbecue is the one thing that brings black folk and white folk together in the South. Because it seems because, like it would yeah, be kind of barbecue for whatever reason, yeah. like seems like yeah. USA American. It's just barbecue. USA, period. Yeah, Black American, White American. Yeah, we yeah. all can kind of like stand around the. the but I feel the like yeah. I feel like it really <laughs> overlaps yeah. in a yeah. large way. Yeah. Which is a Baltimore like thing, by the way. We can talk about Pit that. beef. Is a it, it is uh, a Baltimore yes. thing. Yes. Okay. It is a Baltimore right. thing. It's yep. our it is our barbecue staple. Yes, and it comes from so the pit beef tradition comes from. The pulled pork, the pit pork, the pulled pork, yeah. Because back in back in the day, um, whole hog barbecue, which is what they do in the Carolinas, North right. Carolina specifically, yeah. is a tradition that slaves would do around the holidays and special occasions because you wouldn't often get the better cuts of the cow or the better cuts of the chicken. The whole pig. So you would do a whole pig because yeah. you could raise it and it was cheap and it could feed a lot of people. So Got North Carolina-style barbecue is really a tradition ribs, that comes from slavery. Hawks. But when the Great Migration happened and a lot of people from the Carolinas came up here and they run out of money, so they stay in Baltimore, D.C., mm-hmm. um, get a little bit more money and they white people catch on to these cooking traditions, pit beef becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing that's really local to us. Nobody else really does it. I didn't it know it was like the way that we do I, it. I, now you saying it, it makes sense because, like, you know, if you travel in the South, you don't see no pit you beef. Pit, beef. pit yeah. beef here is like brisket in Texas. Yeah, mm. it's mm-hmm. our thing. Nobody does it like us. If you get it somewhere else, it's like it's like crab cakes. Interesting. And football. I've seen. I've and football. That's what, that's what Maryland does. I've heard <clears throat> crab cakes and football. So I, it's interesting because you know. Um, uh, this whole we live on the East Coast, um, you know. Baltimore is not necessarily DMV, but it is kind of like you know, try you know, try mid Atlantic region. And because of that, we live on the coast. We do a lot of seafood and up and down the whole coast, starting with like 
Maine on down, they do seafood as well. But I find that the the the, the lump crab cake is is more significant to Baltimore. And I, uh, you know, you see online people like, oh, I had this delicious crab cake, and I look at it, and I'm like, that's not a, yeah, that's not a crab cake. Yeah, there's that's a there's so patty. many crab cakes, even in the United States, but across the world, everybody's got a crab cake. Yes, and it's drastically different from everybody else's yeah, crab cake. Correct. And to be fair, there are other crab cakes out there that I would put in like the pretty good category that have really nice. They're just very different, mm. right? Like a Maryland crab cake is kind of uniquely like Maryland. Like it's generally like, you know, lump, lump and like there's a little you know, bit of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Like there's a seasoning in there. Like yeah. there's, there's something that's very. And it's boiled. Yeah. I don't know if it's like uniquely Maryland per se, but it's just kind of the Maryland staple of crab cake. Like we just have come to know it as this one thing. Like even so much you can get it at like the wine merchant. Yeah. For like, you know, in a, in a yes, to, to go yes, home. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but there are other crab cakes out there that are good. They're just very different. Like they're just. They're built differently and they're flavored and seasoned differently, and it's just a whole, I don't know, whole different thing. But all right, but not bad necessarily. So let's follow up on this whiskey. You guys seem to be really taking a time. Yeah, Yeah, we were we were just examining the um, the the cloudiness, yeah, the the turbidity. Now all of the bottles that I saw had a little cloudiness like that. That was the question. That was actually my question. I was going to ask if the one you bought was cloudy as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. The whole lineup was on the on like was a touch cloudy like that. Builds the immune system, which is why I was I was kind of interested in it. I mean, like I said, I'm a big fan of their stuff. Of war, but war. I just right. thought, mm-hmm. hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's uh, but it, it is a little. It's dirty. great. It's very good, and I love the color of it. It's very. It looks like it's almost like honey. It's honey. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's That's like cool. a very pretty looking. Mm-hmm. Aside from the microplastics, it's a very pretty looking. <laughs> Save bourbon. the turtles. Like it looks great. <laughs> We're not going to get canceled. I'm just going to get sued. That's right. <laughs> but it is fantastic. It's yeah. another like very solid release from them. Yeah. Like it's just really good job. Easy going? to drink. Very flavorful. Melon green. It's bright. Um. Very like it's not overly sweet, but it's like it's a bourbon. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. enjoy it. And I will say this. Um. You guys know I'm a big Basil Hayden fan. Yeah. Um. But. Milliman Green has taken a, it's it's like a good it's like a one A one B type thing. Really, like for you? Because okay. From because there's, we haven't had anything from them that was even okay. It's all been very good, very good. That is true. That's true. Yeah, that true. Okay. some of the best stuff I've had right. honestly as of late. High marks, Cheers. high marks. Thanks. That's what's up. But um. I want to do some topics, guys. Let's go. I know we. Yeah, let's talk about some, 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 we, just got, we just got a couple, but some uh, pop culture. Where does where does the MCU go now that they fired Jonathan Majors? They keep this going. is a good question. I was actually a little curious about this because he's obviously the major like villain. He was going to be like kind of like the Thanos, if you will. Yeah. So Doctor Doom, like, where do they move from here? Uh, In your opinion, like, what would you guess? I feel like they've not set anything else up. So. It doesn't matter. I think I think from a character <laughs> standpoint, being that um, we've established that. I don't think we've seen the final version of him, which is a good, good, which is a good staple, right? We haven't seen the final version of that character, and we have established with Loki. Of Kang, you're saying. Of Kang, right? That so you're saying they could maybe replace with somebody else. They're just going to replace Jonathan Majors with, because there's been a number of actors they've replaced in the MCU with a recast, right? Terrence Howard was 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 Rhodey, and that went, you need this sure was. But don't you think because they canceled the name or like they pulled the name, like they said they're rewriting did, it all. I did see that they pulled the they you changed. Think if they were the just going to recast it, they would just like. I think that's more of a precautionary measure. Yeah, I think they kind of they're just kind of like all right, let's just kind of like. Also, you know, with the the statement that Kevin Feige made a couple months ago, like you know we are we. Basically, we're gonna go through uh, quality control. We're, For sure, we're gonna you, stop yeah, putting out somewhere, you know, and we're gonna slow down and putting out. You know, we, they got one movie in twenty twenty four, which is Deadpool three, now released by Marvel Studios from what they which they acquired from Fox, and you know, that's even that's like a Ryan Reynolds project. So, yeah, um, I think. And now what this does is gives them the opportunity to kind of like hit the reset button and really evaluate like what they're doing. You know, like phase four has kind of been all over the place and I applaud the ingenuity and 
and the and you know what they did saying you know basically they had this oversight that we are going to infiltrate every type of genre with a MCU property right they had the sitcom type aspect with like She-Hulk and um, the horror with uh, you know, horror type genre with with Moon Knight mm-hmm. and you know and so on and so on and unfortunately it kind of fell short to what we were familiar with with the MCU right like the MCU established with the multi with the with the uh, Infinity Saga was everything leads to a final point yes right and now we have a lot of things happening. And they're not pointing to the final point. And I think that they recognize that. And with this happening with uh, Jonathan Majors, um, it now gives them a soft way to kind of say, all right, let's take a step back. Let's look at where we're going. We can reset what we're doing or we can just recast and, and move in a more intricate way. Um so yeah, I, I think they just recast him and continue on with the Kang character, and because th- that eventually takes us into uh, the Secret Wars, which in each time Marvel does a Secret Wars in the comic books, it kind of resets the entire universe, and I think that's what they're going at. I think eventually, what's going to happen is they're going to end up resetting this entire cinematic universe mm-hmm. and starting over again, and now you can. Recast an Iron Man, you yeah, can recast yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Uh, a Black Panther, and it's not looked at as we are erasing the history, but we are moving into a, another branch of storytelling. Yeah, for sure. That's, we we built upon this. This is what happened. It doesn't go away. We just move forward. So yeah, but that's what I think. I don't think that I don't think that the Kang character is done. There's tons of tons of guys you can. You know, I've heard like John Boyega and mm-hmm. them bringing back Idris Elba and Denzel, you know, like those all kinds of names that they've been, you know, throwing out there. They kind of want to keep him as, you know, the, this black guy and whatever. And there's tons of like popular black actors that haven't hit the MCU yet. Um, I would love to see Denzel kind of get his feet wet. Has Jonathan Majors been officially removed from oh, all yeah. future Novel projects. Yeah, they, yeah, I didn't see like a release from Disney, but yeah. maybe oh, yeah. it exists. They as, soon as, as soon as as soon as uh, the verdict came down, they got they like let, hours they later. Let, there was a press the press release, like I, like from like saying, you know, he's done. He's what do you think he's doing right now? Majors. Yeah, I, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's like gotta be a quiet Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he was trying to like. And I don't know, man. I didn't really follow the trial enough. The ins and outs of the it ins all. and out. But it seemed like he was trying to prevent like all of this from happening. Mm-hmm. And it kind of snowballed into like this big thing. And ultimately, you know, like I don't know. There's there's just so much there's so much tied to it. There was, you know, people coming out that, you know, this is who he is and who he's always been. Mm. You know, then there's a lot the, of people kind of jumped on the bandwagon right. after the initial story. Kind then of the broke. audio stuff comes out. Then you see, like I did watch like the video <laughs> and you see the video and he's like <laughs> clearly like trying to escape her. Mm. So like, you're like, what is going on? It's just too much. It's too much. And I don't know, man, I wish this dude the best. I hope, you know, he gets his life together I just, I don't, and I never, I'm never a guy that like wants to like, pull, I always have positive intent. I never want to pull like the race card or anything. And these are clearly two different like companies. But Ezra's Elba, I mean, uh, Ezra Miller was out here going crazy and made the red carpet for the Flash, right? That is a great point. You know? Yep. It's just kind of different. I don't really yeah. know. I wonder what craziness can Ezra Miller do and have no repercussions. Right. Whatsoever. But what was ever the what was ever like the final thing that happened? So that's the other, I don't even that's know. The other that's, side. The, that's the point. Yeah. Right. We don't know what happened with Ezra Miller. But is He's he just still existing? But is he still in anything? I have no idea. They kind of like, just kind of I mean, like brushed has it under DC, the rug. I, I don't need to go down the Ezra Miller 
rabbit hole again, but I know the Flash came out and was a thing. I think they had invested too much into the Flash and they wanted to see that across the finish line. But like, does Ezra Miller still have a DC contract or exist anywhere else moving forward? Has he kind of been scrapped? And are there any legal proceedings for him like pending or were all of his like charges dropped? <laughs> Who knows? I have no idea. I, Josh, if because I never heard of him being like formally charged, formally guilty. Well, not even like the formally charged piece. I just never heard of him be like going to court or really yeah, anything yeah, beyond. Yeah. So, just searching Ezra Miller, yeah, on Google, hitting news, the top two, three, four, five, six, the top five, the top five hits are Jonathan Major's treatment by Marvel sparks Ezra Miller comparisons. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Majors fired from Marvel's Kang Dynasty. Why didn't similar accusations sink Ezra Miller? Um, but and, was Ezra Miller and fired? So that's is the, the thing, right? Because the movie was already done. Maybe his contract like was Kang, up. There it's was not like no Kang reason. Dynasty was already yeah, done. A, we don't really know. And B, the question you asked: Was he ever tried? Yes. Like, for did any of right. this? Did any of these charges ever go to or court? Or were they just allegations? And we don't. Or right. We don't. Or, right. Or was he even charged? Right. We don't. I don't know. Yeah. Right. It's just, you know, weird. That, I never want to, like, play that card. It's just. It is think, curious. It is curious it that is curious. this happens and they're like, yeah, we're done with you. And then, you know, kind of like air apparent companies, the Flash, is, they're just kind of like, uh, just get the movie out. I would have to think that they're moving away from Ezra Miller as opposed well, to towards him. But I don't know. According to an article by the on The Independent. Back in May, a, uh, Ezra, Ezra Miller will return to be the Flash if there's a sequel. So they're not moving I, away from him. No, I know, but like, what I think that could like be a, that could be a yeah. political way of being like, well, if we ever if make we another ever one, it, right. we would. Yeah. But I don't think they are. Is he signed yeah. for anything still? And I right. seen is he under contract right. for anything? Still? You know, and I, and seen, I don't know. Is the Flash a part of the new DC? That's where I was going. Right, I, I've seen like Aquaman two is supposed to release soon. And they're saying, like, this is the end of the DCEU. Yeah. And then whatever comes out after is the beginning of the D, what do they call it? Of the James? DC, like, oh, God, DS, it's not universe, it's DC, something. So whatever whatever James, uh, James Gunn's yeah. version of the DCEU is. Like, like, I wonder if they're trying to, they're going to, like, just cut ties with all of that. I think that's and what, just yeah, bail. just be done with it all together. <sighs> so confusing. I don't know. That is... Hmm. You know, that's sticky. I'm, um, I'm one. I'm, in my brain, I'm thinking maybe the contracts was already up, and then you know whatever we can just do this and be done with it. Because uh, I, I know Majors had signed a contract for like a lengthy contract for like a number amount of movies. Yes, yes. Also, yes, this yes. could be Disney doing like damage control, right? James Gunn was fired and brought back. Yeah, because you know what for I'm saying. Sure. So, I you know it's it 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 we we're not in those rooms. You know, we're not in the. I think that I, th I want to say the big difference here is that Jonathan Majors had a lot of runway ahead of him. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like Ezra Miller was had kind none. of yeah he was <laughs> he kind was, of a, he was running out. He was pretty much running out. The plane so had not taken off. I yet. think he they, was like I could be wrong, but yeah. I, I would bet DC was like let's just let this candle burn out and because it's almost to the very end and yeah. we'll just get out of this. Yeah, he was looking. I at could like be wrong. Three or I mean, four movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I like again if it's it's weird that. There was never any like formal charges or like trial or anything with the Ezra Miller stuff. That's that's very curious. But so apparently so, he's chilling on his goat farm. Oh, yeah. I bet he is. He dude. was charged and he did plead guilty and he was sentenced to probation and fines. What was for, he charged for? For uh, I just had it. Uh, he was charged for second degree assault in Hawaii for that throwing the chair incident. That was he was drunk at the bar. Right. Uh. Yes. Didn't he show up at a bar drunk and he got into a fight? Yes. There was also one where he broke into a house. Yes. Um, That's who. He was also That's charged. That was like a felony. Like he um, was like in March of 22, he was um, charged with disorderly conduct and harassment. That was the bar. Oh, okay. That was the karaoke bar on March 29th. <laughs> Not a karaoke um, bar. <laughs> charged. Why a karaoke? I wonder what guilty. I mean, have you been to a karaoke bar? Can you imagine doing like Montel Jordan's like, this is how we do it. And then Ezra Miller throws a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. January 2023, Miller pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of unlawful trespass stemming from the Vermont burglary arrest. Another arrest. Uh, as part of the deal, 
uh, that dropped the burglar and larceny charges, Miller agreed to a $500 fine, one-year probation, and random drug testing. And to So he was charged guilty in a number of things and still got his movie out. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, 100%. But the movie was but already coming out. Was, it was already coming out. The movie was already made. It was already coming out. So I think for DC, I think – and they got – I mean DC had – they don't have I don't my opinion is they don't have the cash or like the backing that Marvel does. So I think that they were like, we have to get the flash out. The the last thing that I will contribute to this, and and I don't think it's gonna change anything. Um, the statement from Disney in all of the sources I found have not cited an official source. They've cited the most of them cite an anonymous source that can't be named yeah. because they don't have saying authorization. They with so they haven't released an official statement uh, saying that they have split. Because that's what I thought. So, I feel like I hadn't seen anything official. But I, I, right. They may be waiting to see what happens with the uh, just with the sentencing. Maybe. That, that could be possible. Right. You, you could just get probation and they're just like, it's a slap on the wrist, whatever, whatever. The real question would be is if like Kang Dynasty or whatever, or like the big tentpole film was coming out in two months. Would Disney still release it or would they not release it? I would say they release it. They release it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's what ultimately happened with The Flash and Ezra Miller. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. People change, bro. Like Robert Downey, the, the entire MCU was built on Robert Downey Jr. had just got out of jail. That's so, different though because he was kind know. of like on the come up. I feel like Jonathan Majors was kind of like shit was getting piled on. Yeah, yeah. You know I, what mean, I mean, I'm just saying like we give people second chances. Oh, hundred percent. So, I mean, he'll he'll find a way back. Right. I don't, it's not like yeah. I, I mean, I say he'll get the Gale King. In a, I'm not trying to say that months. he didn't do something <laughs> awful. I think maybe he did or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but it's not. I don't think that he like murdered anybody. So I think he's gonna get like. His second chance. I think he'll figure at out. At some point, he'll return. He'll do. Yeah, he'll yeah. find I, his I way think back. legitimately, he's too good of an actor not to get another chance. Yeah, he'll figure he'll, it he'll out. He'll lay low for a year. He'll pop up at the. He'll pop up at the Cannes Film Festival. He'll be in some A twenty four thing or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and people have this thing with celebrities. Chris Brown, right? If you has do done something some crazy great, shit, people will forget. Kanye West has was, done some dude, crazy shit. I was just going to bring up Kanye West. Um, I mean, it All happens. It yeah. It it any celebrity can you, do some crazy shit, and and then they're back. They're like, oh, it'll see you again. I mean, oh I hi, think, oh hi, Mark. <laughs> Army Hammer eats people. Red True. Carpet. True. <laughs> I wonder where he is, dude. But uh, you've thoughts on the whole? We're oh, we got to wrap up here. Uh, we got to wrap. Such we're a good episode. Um, Kanye. <laughs> You can't just I mean, say he his name up, and dude. look at He's me. been like out and about. He does this, man. He he's does been this. out and about. Um, apparently, he's not black, man. He's the he's Indians. been TikToking from what is it? What is he in Dubai? Where is he at? I don't know, man. What did the What did the young lady say something to me? He was like, "You better shut up before I exile you from this." Place. Oh, um, yes, Jules. <laughs> dude, <laughs> he said, "You better shut up before I exile you." I exile you. His, his rants are. Pretty wild. I, there was, I, I think I don't know where I saw it because I'm not on Twitter, but it was a it was a tweet, and it was like, "Wouldn't be an album release without Kanye West going crazy." That's his thing, man. Something. Yeah. When he's about to drop an album, he resurfaces and you know decides, you know what? I'm not taking this Lexapro this week. We're, we're gonna go outside <laughs> and see what happens. That's right. And that's what he does, man. Like, you know, clearly he's borderline with some type of disorder and. And, you know, when it's album time, he puts those shelves in the medicine cabinet and says, let's go outside. Is Kanye back? I think I, it's, you know, to what Josh said, it's when you can do things that have an emotional response with people. And Kanye puts out music that always, always connects with people, connects with people and can, can pull some type of emotional response from you. Right. He, he did a gospel album that charted as like a top twenty mm-hmm. rap album. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that that and it was it was good. It, mm-hmm. I wasn't like a big fan of it, but it was good, mm-hmm. right? So if he is to come out again and the music is good, it's like you know, is he really hurting anybody by just being a little nuts? You know, I don't know. 
<laughs> well, the issue, see, you the know, issue is, yeah, I'm not comparing it to you know the Chris Brown thing that happened like 15 years ago with him and Rihanna. Like, I'm not gonna get into the you know semantics of like what that was, but like, yeah, because it's an interesting, it's an interesting contrast because I don't think Kanye's unique in the sense that he really has just been kind of his, his words <laughs> have probably been what's the most damaging, right? Like he has just said some pretty outlandish things. Super wild, but I don't stuff. think that he's ever like he's never. Like hurt anybody. hurt me, but like physically, yeah. right? Yeah, like he's yeah, never yeah. been charged with like abuse or anything. Or looking at I him? feel like this is part of his persona, okay? <clears throat> Where he walks around the the photograph I'm showing that, right now is, is that Kim? Is, is no him and Bianca? Yeah, no, Bianca in Disneyland. Yeah. yeah, okay. Two days ago. Kanye walking around where everybody clearly knows it's Kanye, right? Because she's not covering up. She's yeah, all, yeah. you know, the kid's not. It's, it's and the, Kanye is here pulling his hoodie as tight as like he possibly he's not real. can. Yeah. Right? Like, we know it's you, bro. Right. Is the South Park episode out where they show, like, if they talk about, like, him? Like oh, they've act, talked about him quite a lot, acting Which like one? he's not him. Oh, like I know it's, there's an episode for it. I do really like the, the fish stick. <laughs> he's <laughs> like fish stick. It's so good. <laughs> Who's not going to get this joke? Kanye West. <laughs> so God good. Damn it. All right, um, that's kind of a wrap, dude. We've gone for an hour now. What so are you going to eat after this? What am I going to eat after this? Uh, probably. I mean, I ate before this. What so what are you going to eat, Josh? I think I'm good with where I'm at. I think I'm going to do Chipotle. Me too. Yeah. So, it's Isaiah a, said you don't like cheese, and I thought, oh, I love Chipotle I cheese. Love a it's a Chipotle Christmas, guys. Yeah, that's right. God bless. <laughs> I, I miss those. I miss Chipotle those. Chipotle cheese not. does. It is nice. It's, it's like it's, a ch- cheddar jack or something like that they use. It's, blend. Uh, it's, yeah, I want to. I want to say Monterey um, Jack or something Asiago, like that. I think it's, it's, but it's it is. Yeah, it's like Asiago, Monterey Jack. I like, I like a little a little spread. So nice. So nice. All right. Well, this is our last episode before Christmas, yeah. right? Yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas, man. So Merry Yo, Christmas, Christmas. Christmas, you guys. Love you guys. Love doing this. Happy yeah. birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. Until, until next year. Sorry, That's your party's right. so lame. <laughs>